Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly. Shane is back this week. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Another year here. older. Yeah. Yep. Feels and exactly like being uh, 28. <laughs> and uh, the the people across from me uh, are a podcast that had me on, something that I choose to listen to on a very regular basis, and you guys should too, the Married with Children podcast, Dustin Roller and Callie Roller as well. Hey, thanks for having us. Yes, How are you guys doing? You. Good. Good. You guys feeling okay today as well? Yeah, yeah, we, we're recovered. We're feeling good. Good. Life is good. Yeah, <laughs> making I'm, it. I'm telling you that uh, the the Married with Children apparel is probably one of my favorite things that I've, uh, I think, gotten from another podcast. I got a shirt that you guys were very gracious to give me, and now you're rocking a hat. So what the heck's up with that? That's okay, awesome. I got, this, I got this awesome guy. Um, his name's Aaron Bales. He runs Fresh Prints. Uh it's a good name. Shop. Yeah, I love it. T-shirt shop in North Vernon, Indiana. Uh, just a local guy, but I always come in with these crazy things and crazy ideas, and he finds out a way to make it happen. Um, you know, even with the hats, I said, "All right, I want to split our logo up. I want to stitch nice like too. this They're on this stitched. side. I want this." And he's like, he he pulled out some trash hats and did some practice and came in and said, what do you think about this? I said, looks great. And he always takes good care of me. So I've been uh, checking my mailbox every day for my shirt. It's just not <laughs> shut up yet. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I just thought we needed it. We probably should have brought you one today. Actually, if you guys could get him a hat, I think he's a big hat, a guy, big hat so. guy. I'll yeah. take care of you. Cool, awesome. We'll get you hooked up. I'll, uh, I'll rock it. I, I work at a restaurant, so I'll be like, you know, wearing it and I'll promote you guys all the time. That's why I love it. You yeah. can wear hats it. at the restaurant. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Wait, it used to be I feel we like could only wear completely against rules in most places. No, it used to be we had to wear their uh, their clothes and their hat, and now we can all we have to wear is black t shirts and any hat we want. Nice. Yeah. I mean, well, that's as a long good as deal. it's not like offensive or I wear this hat to work all the time. That's awesome. What is that again? That hat? International Harvester. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Nice. I get a lot of. Uh, <laughs> compliments on this hat well i'm glad to have you back this week yeah i missed you terribly you last too, week um i'm like sure almost the... on a gay level on this too. <laughs> <laughs> almost um uh ap gave me a very nice comment he said that uh i was listening to it and i heard you were by yourself and i turned the episode off so thank <laughs> oh, you AP. Damn. you asshole um i wow. appreciate that that makes, that makes me feel like that's a little rude, but also makes, makes you feel, feel kind of good. good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we did their hundredth episode yesterday. Yeah. So, um, congratulations to them. I mean, they they uh, they said that uh, they had a review that said if they kept doing it the way they were doing it, they weren't going to last very much longer. So they've yeah. clearly done a good job of lasting. Well, I kind of want to say that um, since it was my birthday, I didn't really pay attention to anybody else's life yesterday. <laughs> so, um, but I want to, yeah, I want to say congrats to them. It's a that's a big deal and. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the opposite of what that guy said and keep doing what you're doing yeah. and you guys will be great. And oh, you yeah. are great. So, yeah. And, it, and I know they've talked about on their show. I love that guy just for the simple <laughs> fact that nobody controls what we do. Exactly. With these things. <laughs> yeah. like, we're doing them ourselves. Yeah. Like, I play licensed music on the regular <laughs> yeah. and nobody shut me down. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead and turn it off then. You asshole. Go back. <laughs> go listen to Joe Rogan. Or I'm something. not firing myself today. So we're all <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, huge congrats to them, man. I, I can't say enough about, you know, kind of the whole group we got. I know you talk mm -hmm. about a lot juice, but 
you know, between them and us and you guys and kind of what we've been able to, you know, help each other out and, you know, give tips. It's it's a really cool deal. And to see them hit 100, I know you're at what now? This is 124, I, I think. Say, I figured you're in wow. the 120s now. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool deal to see all that going on. Yeah. So th- that just leads me immediately to what made you guys want to start a podcast? <laughs> well, Callie, why don't you start? What made you want to start a podcast? We can thank AP for that, I think, <laughs> I think is what it is. Um, <clears throat> Dustin's always kind of wanted to do it. And uh, I think that was like last Christmas, like over Christmas break is when I think Dustin went up to um, Smugcast and sat in on one of it. And he came back and he was like, I really want to do this. And that's when he started ordering all this stuff. I'm I'm so impressed that you joined in. (laughs) My wife refuses. She's like, I don't even want to hear my voice on there. I don't want to talk to you on a podcast. She's like, I've heard your podcast. People are really critical of themselves. You have people that are like, yes, I'll be on whenever you want. And then you have those people that are like, nope, I have no desire. Absolutely. (laughs) The people that when they get there, you know, right at the first, it's so intimidating to have that microphone in front of you. Oh, yeah. And then once you get them loosened up and you get going. When I first started, my mom said she could hear a quiver in my voice. (laughs) That's pretty sad. But she was right, though. I was nervous as shit when I first started. Yeah. And then once you get into it, you're just like, it's just a conversation and just a mic in front of you. So, no, it was, you know it kind of started for me. I had a good buddy in, in college and, and we used to sit on Saturday nights on the couch and we would just sit and argue sports, him and I, right. you know, while having a good time. And one night we looked up and there was like six or seven people had pulled up chairs and were listening to us argue sports. <laughs> and we were, you know, one of the other guys that was at the party was like, you guys really should do this. You should do this radio. You know, you, you, you guys got to start a podcast. And it never, you know, kind of like you guys talked, you talked last week about life changes and mm-hmm. things. It was one of those deals that it was always in the back of my head. I never did it. And then AP and BJ started theirs. I started listening to theirs. The itch got there. I went up, sat in, was like, this is really cool. Knew that the only way I was going to be able to order everything I, I wanted, I needed my wife on board. So yeah. I came home and said, <laughs> I want you to do this with me. Nice. So it was now a joint venture and I could order a lot more stuff. So nice. That's a perfect way to do it. it yeah. yeah, it was total, total. But I'll be honest, she is, uh, she's really, really good. I didn't think she would do it. She's usually a little bit more shy and uh, reserved, but she's, she's the glue that keeps our show going because she's well, always the one with the the stories and the things. And when you guys were talking on the newlywed game the last time you guys both said that each other thought each other was funny. Like I was, I really appreciated that because I do think that you say some good stuff. Like yes. you, has I think it, it's a good check and balance. Has yeah. it made you guys closer? It has. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the cool thing is, and I, and I've, we've had some people I work with that are like, so why do you guys do this? And you know, and, and it's still, it's so funny to me because so many people don't even know what a podcast is. Yeah, it's like still, which I think is crazy. Yeah. So which radio station do I tune to? <laughs> Where do I go to listen to? Is it on Facebook? Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. like, come on. That's, that's, that's always the question is, I don't even know how to get there. What do like, I type in? Yeah. Just, to, just text me what to type in. Do I have that's to buy it on me. iTunes? Yeah. Uh, but it, so what I tell people is the cool thing for us is, you know, our lives are crazy and we're busy with work and with two kids and, and all the craziness. It's the, it's the hour and a half hour, hour and a half that we sit down and we just talk. I mean, it's because everything else is about life. It's, it's that fast yeah. pace. We just sit down and, and BS back and forth and get to actually have conversations. So it, I think it makes us closer and stronger. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things where like, um, you know, when you do have kids and a lot of stuff going on, it's nice to have this, like, I can always count on this hour or this amount of time where I can kind of like unwind. Mm-hmm. And like, this right. is like, like a, um, 
I always said it was like kind of like therapy almost yeah. like for myself. It's like meditating kind of like I, everyone has their own kind of meditating. I feel like they have one thing that you do that you kind of just chill and, mm-hmm. and don't, you know, think about things. I mean, I guess I, I guess we're sitting here thinking about stuff, but it, this is me unwinding and me yeah. talking about stuff that I enjoy talking about and makes, and I leave here feeling better. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every time that I've done a podcast with somebody for their first time, as soon as they're done, they're like, so when can we do this again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They always like yeah. get into it by the end. And it's, it's something that's, I think very enjoyable. So that leads me because you guys have mentioned on your own show that you both kind of work in like the education environment. Mm-hmm. So do you feel do you ever fear that something that you might say on your show might offend people? Well, it it makes me nervous because the kind of the crazy thing was, you know, obviously we didn't know who would listen to our show and how it would go. And um it, I'm a high school principal and my superintendent of schools last year came up to me and she goes, I love your podcast. Mm -hmm. She goes, we listen to it over here in the office all the time. And then I was kind of like, Ooh, (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but you know, and, and I do worry sometimes because I'm a pretty honest and upfront guy, but I just try to try to be honest and, and, try to get people to understand why we have certain perspectives. But right. yeah, it's something that's always in the back of my head a little bit. And I, that's crazy to me. And I feel like I, you guys do it. You're a high school good. principal. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and the other thing, we just had our registration a couple weeks ago and I had two sets of parents that came through registration and here I am, I'm in my, my full, you know, school shirt tie, you know, doing the professional thing. And they're like, Hey man, I love your podcast. I watch them on Facebook live every week. And I'm still, it's, it's still <laughs> that kind of crazy. thing of like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. What was the last episode? <laughs> what was it <laughs> but it's been good. I mean, and it, and the I think the coolest thing for us has been the people you meet. I mean, that right. is. I, I mean, agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It some of the interviews we've, we've been able to do, friendships that have come out of it. It's just it's a really really cool deal. So. And I think that we're 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 kind of lucky because this is such a new medium, and us forming these like networking relationships are going to like benefit us in the future quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Because you know the Midwest is kind of like not thought of a whole lot when it comes to any kind of media production. I mean, you do have like some of the bigger ones here in Indianapolis, but you know for the most part we're kind of on an island over here by ourselves, and I think that we can make something pretty great. So. <clears throat> when you were talking about guests um, and the people you meet, what's been Callie, your favorite person that you've talked to so far? I mean, I got, I guess you don't want to like single somebody out and then make other people mad. Juice in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say that obviously. Yeah. (laughs) When we had him on, um, no, I don't, I don't know. I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy a lot of them. And I think that was part of the, when we started, like the first episode or two, it was just him and I talking and everything. And it was like the whole time we're trying to figure out, well, like, what are we, of course, we're just starting. And so it's yeah. like figuring out what are we going to talk about? Yep. How long are we going to, you know, let's transition to the next topic type of a thing. And then um, we started to have some people on. I guess I would say the first episode with NC was probably one of my favorites. She's hilarious. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Like, so, just give her props from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, hilarious. like, all of them have been great, but that one, like, all of the other ones, I think that's when we kind of figured, like, it was really cool to have somebody else on to mm. talk to or, you know, that kind of thing. And that first episode was just stories of her, like, life and, I can't like imagine half of the stuff that has happened to her, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that one, like after we recorded that one, like my stomach hurt because I was laughing <laughs> the whole time. And so that was probably the funnest one. I, 
I would say. I mean, what about you? Yeah, that for for humor that one. I would yeah. say my favorite guest though that we've we've really gotten close with is uh, Kyle McIntosh, who's the the tattoo artist and graffiti artist yeah, right there in our that hometown. one got a very big uh, boost there. Yeah, because I watched the video and saw that you guys were reaching like eighteen hundred people or something. Like yeah, that. he's just probably I, more now, but that was when I saw it. You know, he's a guy that grew up in Mars Hill here in Indianapolis. I mean, rough, rough background. You know, and, and just his story and kind of what he's become um, is just amazing. Um, I actually went down. He did some ink on me yesterday for about four hours. And, nice. And uh, where at? He's where we're tattooed. Yeah. My arm. Nice. I'm doing a cover up. Nice. It's actually a, a mic. I'll show you after we get cool. Get done. But uh, so he just he's just this cool guy. I mean, he just he's got a whole different life. He's had a lot of experiences, but um, and he's he's invited us to do a lot of things in the community. You nice. know, we bought him and I. Well. Married with children in his shop, bought fifty haircuts. For kids yeah, going I back heard that. I wanted you guys to talk about that. And, yeah, you know, and that's not. I mean, that it was just so cool to be a part of it. You know, Callie went down to to check out how things were going. I was at work, and there was like ten bicycles outside the. And they were busy, shop, weren't they? And, yeah, and everybody's yeah. in there getting their haircuts. That's yeah. awesome. So it's it's just been really cool. The stuff he's let us jump in and help with him, and he so he's probably been my favorite guest so far. Right. But and, but all of them bring something that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. So Shane, out of the episodes we've Jake done, Johnson. <laughs> I I'd seriously that the, agree that that's probably craziest top, most top, real top thing. three, and he's number one. Yeah, the craziest most surreal thing that I've ever done is yeah. talk to a movie star. Well, and what I'm what I'm sad about is the fact that I assumed that he was just gonna do audio, like just call us or like Skype us, just do the yeah. audio, and he literally skyped in video. So I wish I had like a stand or something so that we yeah. could actually see talking to him because he was just looking at the ceiling. Yeah, he was just we looking. Just, at we're the like, ceiling. we're gonna set the phone down now because oh, yeah. we thought it was just like a Skype call, yeah. not a Skype. But he actually videoed in and wow. was just sitting there like I was watching it because it was like right here, and he was just kind of like I was watching him like just kind of sit on a bed, I think, yeah. and talk to us. I, I think like, it was like his like futon. Yeah, he was just chilling. <laughs> Kind of, he had a, a cup of coffee. His hair was like kind of like, <laughs> like he's just kind of chilling at his house. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I, I, we talked about kind of being nervous when you when you start these things, but with the the run of guests that you guys have had in the last month or two, yeah, I, I feel like we're man. I, I'm I'm a little nervous to live up to the standards that <laughs> yeah. you guys have brought. Man, you guys have had some awesome awesome episodes with some people. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because it was I feel like so easy to reach out to them, and then you know sometimes the the frustrating thing is is people have so much going on with themselves so they're yeah. not like they're not trying to make us better like they're bigger I guess because you know it was but the Jake Johnson one was so good in itself like I didn't even want like I don't care if he like shares that because that for me yeah like kind of checked off a bucket list item for myself to talk to somebody that I've been a fan of for I don't right. know how many well, years. Well, I had people like, so I saw a lot of people I went to high school with yesterday because I went to this thing in Greenfield and I had people that I hadn't seen in like 10 years coming up to me and be like, dude, I saw that you did that. That's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, you know, it's reaching right. at least, uh, you know, around here. It's it's a big deal. I feel like yeah. it's a big deal. Right. And we've got um, a couple people coming up. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of James Breakwell, but he's on Twitter. He's uh, the guy that, uh, I can't remember, it's Exploding Unicorns is his Twitter handle. But he basically talks about like his kids say stuff that's like funny and he like writes it out in a tweet almost like a script like he says like you know two year old says yeah. this and I then his response this. and then like the two year old's response and it's always hilarious and he yeah. said this is 
exactly actually what my kids have said to me. And um, I didn't know he was from Indiana. Like I literally followed him from some other podcast or something a long, long time ago. And then I messaged him and then I was like looking at his Twitter profile and it said like, um, I want to say like uh, Southern Indiana or like maybe even it might be Northern Indiana. But either way, like I saw Indiana, I was like, I didn't even know this guy was in Indiana. He has a million followers on Twitter. Dude, and- kids are a gold mine when it comes to material. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like yeah, serious. Yeah. My daughter on a daily basis says the craziest <laughs> shit. Like, like I'm just like, where did you where did you learn that? Where did you hear that? It's like she's so funny, dude. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I the cool thing about ours is our son will walk in at times and yeah. right in the middle of and we warn every guest that comes on. <laughs> yeah. like, like our four year old's here and, and he may come in. He'll come in and he'll he'll talk about something or he'll throw throw the headphones on and sit down on the mic and see if i we had this out at my house that's exactly what would be yes. happening and i would be totally cool with it because she'll just come in and say some you know crazy we've we, talked we about need having to just her bring her on as like yeah. an episode yeah it would be funny and to have her, her on like, alan, and just alan ask her questions yep. yeah. yeah what do you alan what do you think about it. this yeah, and like, yeah. just let and just her go. go like kids say the darnest <laughs> things the other day we were or a couple weeks ago we were doing a podcast and of course he's usually he's i mean he's in the house and everything and he comes in and a lot of times he'll come in and you know say something or whatever like and so I take my headphones off as we're, you know, Dustin's still talking and stuff. And he tells me, he said, mom, did you know that you can um, go on the Disney or if you go on a Disney cruise, that's where you can be a princess. Yeah. Like, that's what he came in to tell me. Interrupted like, the whole show. Yeah, like, that's what it was. And I said, OK, good, good deal. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll think about that. And he's like, OK. And he left like he was watching TV and that's what came up. And so he thought she gave my daughter gave me material for my stand up thing. Like she like literally one day I was like, I love you. Like all like trying to be sent. She goes, you're sweaty. <laughs> like I, you know what I mean. Like she says, like the this the and then she'll just be like, Dad, like exactly what you're just saying. Like Dad, did you know? And then just tell me some like stuff. That, and then when you try to tell her, like sh- she'll say something that's not correct. And then I'm like, No, actually. And she's like, No, Dad. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's not correct. I I'm know. sorry. I, I love I love how mischievous mischievous she is. Oh, she looks like she's, she's like, up to something. Because she time. legit is. Like she when we were in the back, like driving to the stand up comedy, she was sitting next to me in the car seat and just like talking like. Yeah, like we're gonna like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, and I was like, no, like, like plotting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking? She's like, yeah, like you're not gonna get this, okay? And like, was like just doing stuff with her bag. I was like, oh my god, yeah, she's super sneaky. Like she'll take things and like, I'll be like, you cannot bring this into wherever. <laughs> we'll walk inside and she'll like how to hit, like hide it on herself, and then she'll be like, and then she'll just go, dad, and like show me that she has it. Just, uh, I'm like, you little shit. It's even worse because <laughs> she's like rubbing it yeah, in that she got a vest yeah. that uh reminds me have you guys seen the quiet place uh-uh. uh yeah no. i have i can't say it then because it's gonna i mean it's the very beginning spaceship the yeah yeah <laughs> anyways i'll i'll save that and then if you guys want to know more about it i'll tell you um so the <clears throat> we got through that um so I have a question, which is completely off topic, but I was like, I went and picked up food for my uh, coworkers the other day. Um, a couple of different stories about this. First of all, one day I picked up um, Fazoli's and I walked up to the counter and I was getting ready to pay for this meal. It was like 60 or 70 bucks for my like whole entire staff. And the lady's like, oh, it's on me. And I was like, what? And I didn't have to wait or anything. Like I literally walked in and was getting ready to pay. No, it's on me. I just feel like uh, doing what I want to do today. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so I started looking around. I noticed there was zero cars in the parking lot. It's a Fazoli's on like, in, like near downtown in like a pretty like bad area. Yeah. 
That's probably why there she's giving it away. She's like, you came all the way here for Zoli's? <laughs> We've not seen a, a visitor in three years. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to go ahead and give it to you. And then um, then I was going to, uh, we have a, a special day. It's donuts and denim. So we're trying to like donate to a, uh, a cancer um, uh, fundraiser type situation. So I picked up some donuts. And when I was picking up the donuts, I immediately thought about this and texted Shane. And I said, top three donut types. So not like necessarily the brand, like not Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever like that. It's literally what are your top three uh, donut types? And I can go first because I know exactly off the top of my head what they are because I've written them down. Number one's Long John. The long, chocolate covered Long John, if it's filled with whip, whipped cream, not like uh, that like weird yeah. like yogurty cream, like that's not that good. But whipped cream would like put that above number one if that's possible and then number two chocolate covered chocolate cake donut and then number three cinnamon twist donuts those are my top three i don't feel like i can i can get any better than that and donuts are my biggest weakness like i can usually turn down almost any sweet if somebody's like hey you want some candy or you want some like chocolate or something like that most of the time i'd be like nah i don't really care like you know whatever if somebody shows up with some donuts i'm eating at least four of them every time <laughs> i brought donuts that one time remember yeah from and I uh, ate those all the sweet shop best donuts have you guys ever been to sweet shop uh, it's, it's, a, greenfield. it's a spot in greenfield that i've been going to since uh, a long long time for since i was a kid and they open at like 3 30 in the morning four right. o'clock and we used to stay up at night and then go there at 3 30 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning and, and we used to go we used to go before we did Friday football like walkthroughs in the morning before school started uh-huh. we used to go in the morning and like talk to the old guys about football like that was some of the like most fun times ever yeah it's a great place staple in my childhood for sure what's your uh, what's your guys favorite donuts mine would be and, and I've only recently found it but it's a there's a donut shop in Salem Indiana it's kind of the same thing small they make so many and once their their hours are open to when they run out and it's over uh, <laughs> that's awesome cool, yeah but they have a peanut butter and jelly donut oh my god and I bet it, that's awesome it is great jelly filled with like this peanut butter glaze over top of it and it is by far the greatest donut i've ever had that might overtake one of these dude, three it, if i ever try good. it it's interesting dude i am all about some peanut butter <laughs> peanut butter anything yeah, yeah. me too yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's like a 40 minute drive and there'll be random days in the summer that we'll, we'll be yeah. home and i'll look at cal and i go you want to go get donuts like if i was a dog i would be kong peanut butter dog <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> what's your favorite donut I would have or do you not really like donuts? No, I like okay. no, I like donuts. Donuts are definitely a good thing for me, or not a good thing for me. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like them too much, but I would have to kind of go with the long johns. I don't yep. like the custard filled. Yeah, I like. I'm definitely with the cream, so I'm with you there. Um, but that those would I do like the filled ones, and I even like which I I guess I should say too. I didn't realize um, until I don't know at some point here like this year like recently. I I've never been to like an actual Krispy Kreme store, yeah. like you know, like I've just always gotten them like in the gas stations, yeah. right. and so I didn't really realize that that existed. I guess, and I we were down in Clarksville here. I don't know at some point, and Dustin was like, "Oh, let's go get some donuts, like just the regular, um, you know, glazed donuts." Because the sign was because on. the sign was on, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, number one, it's cool that there's an actual store, yeah, and like we went and got the warm 
you know, glazed donuts. Yeah. And I, that was my first experience. And I mean, like, so that was awesome. I mean, that, that was great. <laughs> if, if you guys, if you guys know, notice from my top three list, I like stuff that's not very messy. So I'm not a big fan of, uh, of glazed donuts. Is that, really? because is it, that also, um, with food too? Like in general, like, like ribs or something. Oh yeah. Like, so or, or bone in wings with lots so of sauce. Bone in wings. I love, but the thing is, is like uh, servers hate me because like I'm like constantly cleaning my hands off oh, after yeah. almost every wing because I don't like it being all over. See, my I'm hand. the way I just go get really, really messy and then go to the bathroom and like <laughs> like, like rinse out my beard. Well, and, and it, it's funny because even like uh, even burgers that are like super messy burgers, like it's it's almost like I'm taking on a challenge every time because I'll pick it up and I don't want to like mm-hmm. put it down and then have to have dirty hands. So I'll yeah. like literally hold it and eat it the entire time. I for I'm sure there. go places and like based off how I'm feeling, I'm like, I don't really want anything messy. I don't want to be sitting there like trying to put the burger back together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll just get something like boneless wings. And be like that's easy. <laughs> they go right in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right in my mouth hole. I would rather have bone in wings, but they're, I'm the same way. There's right. this like, Oh man, I got to go to something after this. I'll just I'll just get boneless yeah. tonight because it, it, I can be clean. Especially if you're wearing that tie, <laughs> yeah. like dip it in it, there, flip it over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so being from where you guys are at, it's kind of like a little bit more like Southern Indiana, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. So what's your kind of like your go to places? Do you have some really good uh, restaurants around you that you're you're a big fan of? Don't say Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best things that came out of the Smugcast episode with us. <laughs> was their Applebee's trip. Um, yeah, we go down. I mean, we'll go down to Clarksville because we're right there on the interstate. So we can yeah. jump to Clarksville, Louisville, that area. Um, but, you know, we've got a, we've got some really good local pizza places. Um, and I'm, I'm a big pizza guy. Me too, dude. Um, yeah. I, any kind of pizza. Oh, I just... I'm a pizza connoisseur. <laughs> I, seriously, I love... My, ask my girlfriend. She'll tell you my favorite foods. Pizza, sandwiches... <laughs> And sushi. You probably don't like sushi, but you know, I've I've only tried sushi a few times. Pizza um, and sandwiches are like such broad. broad. Yeah, it's, like, it's so many. That's your favorite. There's so food. many possibilities. <laughs> you can make a sandwich out of. You know what I mean? Like rye bread. Like you go all through the breads, and then you go all through the different kinds of meats. Yeah, yeah. And then all the crazy the possibilities that you can put on hot, it. cold. Yeah, it's I like, mean, dude, my my thing lately has been like uh, pressed like. Uh, panini. Oh, yeah. oh my freaking god! I love sandwiches. <laughs> See, I'm right there with you. I think I, I I would say sandwiches are right there on my list too. I mean, it, but it's funny. Like, what's your favorite sandwiches? <laughs> like, it just doesn't sound like it fits in the. <laughs> So yeah, we got some good we got some good pizza places. We got a really good wood fired one in the the town where I nice. work. Um, yeah. That's they brought in this oven from Italy and oh, like nice. set it all up. And it's I mean it's a really really good good pizza. Um, but then we'll go down. Like I said, Clarksville and those areas. There's some good ones down there. Some little breweries, New Albanians down there. Nice. Um, pizza company and and brewery, and that's really good. Um, so there's there's several around there, but uh, yeah, we don't we don't frequent the chains as much. See, that's know? I mean, I think I'm on the same page as you. I I will tell my wife like we can go anywhere you want, just not Fazoli's, Applebee's. Like <laughs> I do this, and she'll be like, "What do you want?" Olive Garden. She's like, "Where do you want to go?" I'm like, "I don't care." Literally, she'll be like, "All right, let's go here." I'm like, "I don't want to go there." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, "What about?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to go there either." Yeah. So she's like, "Where do you want to go?" Then I was like, "I don't want to pick." <laughs> so I'm just like, "I'm that person." You're that, my wife, yeah. actually. I, I it's weird. You know when they ask you, uh, <laughs> "Have you heard that joke?" That's like, "Where do you want to go?" 
I don't like you should name a restaurant. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing that I just thought of since we were talking about pizza, what are your guys' thoughts on cold pizza? Because PTO Unlimited podcast, one that I listen to on a regular basis, like I said, I have a freaking queue of them that I try to keep up on. Um, their most recent episode, they were talking about how two of the members refuse to eat cold pizza. They always warm it up. I know which one one of them is. Yeah. It's not Brett. Oh, really? No, Brett he, is the one who's down for cold pizza. I was going to say, he like he and he and goes against the grain right. on just about everything. So, so then Josh and Alex both are, um, they say they always heat it up. They're like, there's no way that even, because like, I, in my mind, immediately thought, cold pizza is great when I wake up in the morning I'm walking around in my underwear on like a Sunday and I don't want to spill stuff all over the place or like even have to worry about stretchy cheese or anything like that I just eat it and it's just as good as it is warmed up I've beat the system here's what you do you eat a cold piece of pizza while you're warming up to other pieces of pizza. So you get the best of both worlds. You got one and then you know you're already kind of they're, 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 you get the smallest they're gonna listen to this and it's gonna be like the head explosion. <laughs> yeah. But you get the smallest piece so you're not you know you're just kind of getting just your head, you're just getting it. a little something while Dip you're waiting for it. Yeah. And then you get the, the hot pieces while after you got, got the cold piece done. That's See great. I'm all about cold pizza so yeah. that's actually what I had for breakfast this morning. See? So there it um, is. It, for me it's like two different different things i mean they're equally just as good yeah you know the the fresh warm pizza is one thing but then it gets better as it sits in the refrigerator mm, i can pull like, it out the just next like morning. lasagna yes lasagna. Yeah. sometimes pizza is even better than the first time it was heated up if you put it in the oven again yep. after yeah. it's already been cold and a little crispy oven. oh dude <clears throat> so then this led me to think about because i knew i was going to ask this on this podcast cold wings because wings are my favorite food so there's times that I'm literally, like I said, I'll wake up on a Sunday hungover and I'm like, I'm too lazy to even put these wings in the microwave. I'm just going to eat them. And I love them every time. Yeah. They're still good. Wings yeah. don't really microwave well. No. But if you, if you want to get in the oven, oven yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can definitely crisp them up. I eat, I eat about everything cold that comes out of the refrigerator. And we're, on the, we're on the same page. Though. I think it came back to exactly what you just said. As soon as I find something and I'm like... Gosh, I could heat this up, but that's like a whole nother step, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be like dirty, five minutes. Like, like it could like explode in the microwave yeah. or something. I'm going to eat it straight out of the container, <laughs> cold right now. I We're just, all about utility. I just thought of something kind of strange. You guys might think this is stupid, but it's weird that you we put another animal's like dead body parts into a thing that heats it up and they're like their bones are in you know so that's just weird to me i just thought of it because you were i was thinking of like what like what happens to the bones in the microwave while they're being like if anything happens to them if they get too hot, heated to a certain temperature oh, wow. i know this is a weird super weird thought but i don't know that's weird to me know. i could yeah, tell you were in deep thought right there i was like man you were kind of looking at me and i'm like i'm just talking about eating cold leftovers but, so yeah. i knew there was something kevin i think about weird shit so so uh, the last podcast that you guys did, you had Taylor and what was the the girl's name? Kelsey. Kelsey. So you had Taylor and Kelsey on and you guys played the newlywed game a little bit. <clears throat> what I was interested in, how did you guys feel about how that went? Do you guys feel like you know each other way better than them? But I guess also at the same time, they're kind of, they, they are newlyweds. You guys have been married for how long? Six years. Six years. So you guys should win that game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I Honestly, I thought we did better than what I even would have expected us to. Yeah. So, I mean, we hit on a lot of things I didn't know that we would. Um, well, what's hilarious is, is I was like, while I was listening to that, I was thinking, 
I don't think I know this about my wife. Like I, I have no idea what her favorite show is because we watch so many shows together and then she watches so many shows by herself and I have my shows right. that are like my shows and I don't share them. Nicole so I have no is, idea. Uh, Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale or whatever. Is that what it's called? Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. yeah she, that's, but like, is that her favorite all time? Like, Or anything with lots of black people in it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. She likes. I mean, that's it's just a fact. It's, it's the, the reason I'm laughing is just the description, but I think I know what you're talking about. Like, like no, power, she, like one of those yeah, like shows. She loves it. Anything yeah. with like a, a mostly black cast. She loves is, it. Is there, do you, what do you think is like behind that? Like, I'm not know. saying like She's we're getting secretly, into like a weird super place. into black dudes <laughs> and doesn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think, <laughs> She really likes R and B too. Like yeah. it'll like we'll accidentally yes. like, yeah. get on like the like like real smooth like hey baby like that kind of like real smooth R and B stuff. And she's like, don't change it. I'm like, really? Pretty Ricky? <laughs> probably. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but yeah, yeah I'll, play, I'll play it for you later. Pretty Ricky? Oh yeah, you'll love it. Mm. Yeah, probably not actually. Dude, that's a lot. That's a big standard to live up to. What if like you get older and you're not looking as good as you used to? You're not pretty Ricky anymore. Right. You're, you're, you're average. Like, you're, average Ricky. That's what I was, oh, Sub, subpar Ricky. You beat, beat me to it, both of you guys. Um, or, so, just, or just, eh, Ricky. <laughs> so, so. That's Ricky again. What I, what I wanted to get into with asking about that. First of all, I want to say, Taylor, you're making it harder out there for other guys because you're trying to do all these like really romantic gestures. I feel like, I don't know, Shane's done some romantic gestures as well, haven't you? Like gone out of your way to do something. Uh, oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I always usually make a really big deal out of her birthday. I mm-hmm. always do something really special. Like I'll take, I took her to Brown County one year, like we were going just on a hike, but then I had like a, um, a hotel there and then we went to the brewery that's down there. Um, I've taken her, you know, I, I, I'll just randomly bring her flowers every once in a while just because I know, I mean, you know, it's just, I think that's, did you, did you listen to their most recent episode? Though? I didn't. No. So this guy, Taylor takes his, uh, oh lady to, is it to ask her to marry him when he set up like the points for the photographer to like yes. take yes. pictures of them, but she didn't know about the photographer. Like, so he like literally set down like stickers on the ground of like, this is where we're going to be. So I want you to be here so that you can take the pictures. Like, oh, wow. dude, that's like, well, he's, I, he's already going to beat me. Like oh, I'm never, yeah. I'm not even close. Well, to when I proposed that. to Nicole, I did it in Brown County again, but they have like this lookout thing that you go up on top mm-hmm. of it. And it was like the, and I was like, I planned it like a, I was like, okay, I couldn't wait. Cause we were going to go to Colorado in like two months and I could have just done it on top of like a mountain. Yeah. Instead I was like, I got to do it. Like I just can't, I'm not one of those. Can't wait. So we go up on this lookout. It's like the shittiest day, like gloomy, <laughs> windy, cold. And I'm like, well, I am still going to do it. So we like walk up there and I, I run to the top of the thing to try to like get, you know, set up there, get there ahead of time. And then I set my phone on record. And then, so I, ha- I have this video. This is like me halfway out of the picture, like my leg. And then it's me proposing, but you can't really tell what's going on. And like, you didn't, you didn't set your, uh, what is it? The, what do they call that? And mark. Like, yeah. You mark. didn't set your mark. Correctly. No. And I was like, it was like, <laughs> and then she was like, I don't know. It just, it could have been a lot better, but I tried to be, I yeah. think it's the thought that counts. But. See, that's what, like, I wanted to tell you guys, like I was the, I was the worst. Like I chickened out because I took her to a restaurant. One of the first restaurants we went to when we moved to Fort Wayne together, took her there. And I was like, I'm going to ask her here. But then, like, I saw everybody, like, around me, and I was like, dude, I don't want this to be, like, everybody else's thing. I want this to be my thing. And also, I was super nervous because I'm just, like, I I don't get nervous about almost anything except for stuff that has had to do with my wife. So <clears throat> when we, we, we got through dinner and she was like, 
what's funny is we still talk about it to this day. She was like, I thought you were going to ask me at dinner. I totally thought you were going to. But then we got to back to our apartment and then I was like, you know what? I just have to do it. So I went out onto our balcony and was like, did the whole like asking her or whatever. But um, the problem is, is she found the ring before uh, before I was going to ask her. So it was like extremely frustrating because she's ruined almost every surprise that I've ever tried <laughs> You're to. You're not a very good hider. Try to do. Well, <laughs> I put it in a drawer of my old work scrubs that I was like, she's never going to go yeah. in this drawer. But she apparently washed some sweatpants or something and like we're, was putting them in there. You That's know, the I put, story I hear. I anyways. put uh, hers in, you know, I have a suit that I wear to weddings and it's in a plastic Oh, that's a good move. Put it in the pocket of the suit in the closet and doesn't, no one touches it ever. So I was like, that's a good move. Yeah. So when you said that you knew you couldn't wait two more months to do it, are you like when you buy presents, you have to give them a suit? I tell her all the time. He's the same as me. I tell her all the time. I'm like, I got you something. Or like, (laughs) or like, like, I know in my head, if I wait, the surprise will be so much better. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll like, she won't even ask for hints and I'll be like, it's kind of like, like <laughs> she's not even like, you know, I'm giving it away before cause I'm so excited to give it to her. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go get her flowers and I'll bring them to her immediately. You know what I mean? Like all, wherever she's at, I'm like, Phew. like, yeah. Yeah. Callie gets so mad at me cause I'll order something and I don't wrap anything. It'll still be in the Amazon yeah. box that it came from. I'm like, I got you something. You need yeah. help. She's like, my birthday's not for another week. I'm like, I don't care. It's yeah. here. I know. <laughs> it's it's here. That's the like, worst is like birthday and Christmas and that kind of stuff. I mean, like to where he'll get me something. And I mean, and and I, I don't know, like he always, and I'm like, no, I'm one. I, I've almost given up anymore. But like when we first start, like got married or were together and everything. And I'm like, no, it's not my birthday. I'm not opening it, you know, until it's until my birthday. Wow. You know, I'm like, cause I don't want it. Like, I mean, like, I mean, I do obviously, but, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm like, no, I don't, you know, I'd, I'd rather just wait and anymore. It's just like, here it is. I mean, he just here and he just gives it to me. I don't <laughs> think that he asks anymore. And like I said, I've kind of given up. But. Yeah. Okay, so so when we were, like I said, you guys did the newlywed game. So is there anything, and I don't want this to be like something that stirs up like trouble, but <laughs> is there anything that you think that you have about you that they don't know about? So like something that you have done or been a part of or like anything that the other person doesn't know about? Because I feel like you guys are, I mean, you've been together, you know, married six years, but together however much longer than that. Yeah. Is there anything that you don't think that they don't know about you? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Either. And and that's kind of just who I am. I mean, right. I'm, like you didn't play in like a weird ska band back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't know you like played bass for <laughs> dreads. That would, that'd be such a better podcast. Episode if I was like, if well, I'm, actually, here's the deal. I, I did musical theater for several oh, years. Yeah. It was all broad jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> just see you like. <laughs> no, I think we're, I mean, I think we're pretty upfront and honest with right. each other all the time. And I mean, even like in things in the past and, and things that, that I did and was a part of, I'm, I'm pretty upfront with her yeah. right. and most of my friends are that way too. So I think that yeah. we all just kind of telling ourselves, I guess. Right. I think it's, it's interesting because like Jen and I, I feel like we, we communicate so much, but also I'm not. I don't want to know about much before we're together. So like, I don't, I don't, cause it doesn't matter to me. Like we weren't together then. So yeah. mm-hmm. whatever, like also whatever. it just causes problems. As yeah. soon as you talk about ex-boyfriends and all that stuff, all it does is there's no sense in talking about it. Cause it just like you've said, it like stirs up stuff that doesn't need to even be. Cause you know, I don't know how, you know, other relationships 
with uh, jealousy and whatnot. But like, as soon as I she says, oh, like we'll run into a guy or something, and she'll be like, oh, good to see you. And I'm like, did you used to date that guy? And she's like. <laughs> Uh, you, I mean, I'm kind of we like, and I'm like, I need to know everything. Like, yeah. and then it just, it, I don't, I don't. Then it, it eats at you. Yeah, yeah. It bothers me. So, um, yeah, and so with Jen and I though, like going back to you being funny and you thinking she's funnier and you thinking he's funnier. Um, Jen is one of those people that just has like these gems. Like she just says something that just I just died laughing, rolling on the ground laughing. And she's somebody that would consider herself not funny, not like uh, she would say she was shy and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you, she'll say stuff that I just it will blow my mind. And I'm like, that's hilarious. And then at the same time, she does some stuff where she'll like she'll say words that almost kind of like George Bush, where she like makes up her own words Facil- or something. Facilitate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where she'll make up her own words. For something and I know what she's getting at yeah but then I like I, I give her crap for it because I'm like do you know what you just said like did you realize that you kind of do that to me too yeah I say like the wrong word or don't pronounce it right and he's like you mean this <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys have any do you guys have any quirks of, of things that uh, you guys correct each other on or do something like that Callie has one of one of Callie's best stories is and she'll get like you know, to where she's stuck on something, she can't can't think of it, and and she's she talks too much sometimes. Like instead of just staying quiet and no one will know that she doesn't know it, she tries to talk it out. And the funniest one I think I ever had was one day she looked at me and she goes, "Okay, what do you call those places? It's it's like a zoo but for fish." And I go. I couldn't think of the word. An aquarium. I, love, I, love yeah. that I cannot think of it. But you know, like he makes fun of me, like so for good. that specific one all the time. But I'm like, anytime you say that, like everyone knows exactly what, it is. what you're talking. I said about. so. I was a very. It was a very good description. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, I mean, everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm like, I just could not think of the. Wor- I cannot think of the word. Who says? The- who says we can't say? Like, we're going to the fish zoo today. Yeah, I know, right? They have to have a specific word for it but so like that's where he makes fun of me all the time where I'll start telling a story and like in my head I like or I mean like out loud I start telling it but in my head I haven't like fully thought through the story of you know like the ending or I mean like just in general because I'm like yeah but I can't really remember what they said like (laughs) but it was really funny you know and he's like yeah good story (laughs) you know and I'm like yeah I probably should have just thought of that and been like yeah I can't remember the whole thing so I probably shouldn't even start it it was a few months ago and she's like hey I heard there's two new restaurants going into Seymour and I'm like oh yeah really what and she goes I don't remember She but goes, there's two new restaurants. She's like, I know I read it in the paper. I said, where are they going in at? I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that either, but I just remember being really excited that there's new restaurants coming like, down. next time, just, just don't even He's bring like, that He's like, why wouldn't up. you like just figure that, that out before you told me? <laughs> you don't have time. You yeah, don't have time I don't. Do I don't. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I thought about, you know, we talked about this at school today. And- no. um, so I have somebody that I think would beat both of you guys in that um, situation. My friend, and I hope that they don't listen, but it's hilarious. Um, so they had like a they had a Christmas tree, a live Christmas tree. They put it in their uh, front room, had all the water and everything. And uh, we were at a I want to say it was like a New Year's Eve party because they still had their Christmas tree, like they were keeping it alive. They weren't taking it down yet. And um, she told us all that when they were done, they were going to go plant it in the front yard. (laughs) (laughs) And all of us just started like, wait, wait, what did you just say? Like, you're going to, that's That's so good. She's, she's one of those people that she is one of the, the smartest, 
people that I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. But she says some of yeah. the dumbest, ridiculous things that you've ever heard in your entire life. Yeah, it's, qu- it's crazy how some people just don't have a grip on like the reality of some things like yeah. perfect example like 90% of the public knows that once you cut down a tree <laughs> that shit's not going back in the ground it but, can but it won't survive oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just gonna have this dead ass tree and you're like kind of tilted to the right a little bit but it's weird how like I'm sure I don't know certain things that like a lot of people That's know but in my thing. mind it just didn't uh, connect when <laughs> that's hilarious to me though. I just take I just like died laughing I know and the best part is when you're like wait a minute what did you say <laughs> hold on stop 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 stop, stop. <laughs> what was that a real statement yeah like, you it, really it, thought yeah. that some of my some of my favorite things at the high school that I work at is and it'll happen three or four times a year and it's always an honors kid they'll get their driver's license and they'll they'll pull in they'll park and they'll get nervous and about two or three hours into school, I'll get a call from one of our custodians. I'll be like, Mr. Roller, parking spot 57. The car is still running with the keys locked inside. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, That's so crazy. I, mean, literally, I do stuff like... I've, three I, times... I, I've, have you ever went and got uh, paid for gas, got in your car and drove away? I, without getting the gas? <laughs> I've done oh, that. my God. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I have to hurry up and go back so, so no one so, goes there and uses use the gas I just paid for. Holy cow. I'm so, like, in my head sometimes where I'm just like, I'm just like, my body's just doing what, you know, like going through the motions, but I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing because I'm so deep into whatever I'm thinking about. Sandwiches. Like, uh, <laughs> sandwiches or, and pizza. Or traditional wings inside of, a, <laughs> uh, inside of the microwave. That's weird to me. Uh, but it's crazy that, like, you just, you, you go on, like, like, uh, what's it called? Um, autopilot. autopilot. Where you're just yeah. like moving. Well, and what's what's funny about that is on your episode, you were talking about uh, Taylor locked his keys in his car. Oh and my, oh and wow. then on the Smugcast we played Never Have I Ever last night. Never Have I Ever locked my keys in my car ever in my life. I've nice. never done that. Nice. Ever. Because I always remember to get them out. Like, I've never done that. I don't think I have either. I've had other people. I, I had my truck detailed last summer and the guy called and he's like, uh, I just locked your keys in your truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had the my app for uh, to unlock it yeah so that's I could unlock awesome. it from the house that's cool. I'm like thank goodness I don't that's want to really drive cool. extra keys up there but <laughs> I, locked but I my, never did that I locked my keys in my car one time and I looked up on YouTube how to get it out and they had this like the tennis ball with a hole in it and you put it up to the hole and you hit the tennis ball and the air shoots it and not locks it up that's crazy it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> It, I mean, it might on certain cars, and it, it works in a YouTube news. video. But I'm out there like drilling a hole inside of a tennis ball, looking like an idiot. My dad's like, "What are you doing?" And he like pulls out this. He has an actual what do they call them? Slim Jims. Like, yeah, and just pops her. I'm like, okay. My wife in college left her car or locked her keys in her car with it running, and it ran till it ran out of gas. Oh, yeah. really? Because she like couldn't get anybody there in time. Yeah. So it just ran for like a like you know six hours. This is all stuff that like it sounds great, but I put like I I'm spacing out so hard. I'll put the milk in the cabinet. Like yeah, I'm I've not done things paying, like, that. like I'm not paying attention. I'm just thinking, and I'm like just kind of like you know making coffee. And I've uh, I'll do stuff all the time where I'll like do the steps to making coffee wrong because I'm like <laughs> just waking up and I'm like so I'll, I'll like uh, pour pour the the grinds in there, put it in, not, not put any water in it, and then just turn it on and it starts mm-hmm. making all these weird noises because it doesn't have water in it. I just do all kinds of weird shit like well, that. I'd say mine is when when I go to take a shower in the morning, that's when I'm like trying to get everything together for the day and everything. And, and obviously I shave my head. So this sounds funny, but when my, when my hair comes out a little bit, I'll be like, did I wash my hair? Like I'll get out and I'm like, I don't know if I did or not. Like, did I do all the steps of the shower that I was supposed to? Like, it's just like, it's such a simple thing, but I just get in the shower and I'm kind of like spacing out. And then I'm like, 
I don't know if I just did. Maybe I just got in and let the water run on me and then I got out. So, yeah, yeah I understand that. So with the kids locking their keys in their car, is it because they're nervous about school or is it driving? I think it's both. Think? I, I think, you know, our, our honors kids, you know, they get really worked up about, especially the first time they drive and being late to class and, you know, those kind of things. And I think it's just that. I think they they get there, they get all their stuff, they hit the door locks, they shut the door and they head on in and the car's still sitting out there running. It's crazy. And it's, and it's always an honors kid so you got to walk into like ap calculus and be like hey your car's running in the parking lot it's crazy that there's kind of something to be said about people that don't care as much that their life is probably a little smoother in terms of like not doing that kind of stuff because they're not worried about it right Mm -hmm. and then these people that actually do care and are getting good grades and worried about getting to class on time are messing everything up (laughs) well and it's just funny because i always talk about how i feel like my awareness of some of the stuff with like um shane and like him watching people like make his food and things like that i don't pay attention to that but like little stuff i know i don't ever forget about because i i came upon the uh realization that i needed to start creating like habits for myself so i never because i used to lose stuff all the time keys wallet cell phone all the time when i was younger and i had to like start making like a habit like this is always going to be on my nightstand at the end of the night no matter what if i'm drunk my keys my wallet my cell phone need to be on my nightstand don't Mm -hmm. care but the bad thing about that is you got when you don't or you have a wife that will move your shit (laughs) and i'll put my stuff exactly where i want it and then i'll be like where is it she's like oh i put it away or i did this with it or because i'm one of those people where Every single night, I lay out all my clothes for the next day. I put all my keys, my sunglasses, my wallet all in this little like pile. So it's like in the morning, I can just like, I'm almost ready to go because all I gotta do is brush my teeth, you know, put my clothes on, put all that shit in my pocket and go out the door. But she'll move stuff around and I'll be like looking for something all morning long. My wife covers my stuff up. She, her stuff always goes on top of my stuff. We just had this discussion yesterday. Yeah. Wherever wherever she needs to stack stuff, like Thursday, I walked out and she's like, you're not wearing a tie today? And I said, no, I couldn't find the tie that goes with this shirt. Then like last night, I moved some of her clothes and I'm like, oh, there's my tie. It's underneath here. <laughs> so, I, it's not on purpose. That just happens to be where I lay stuff, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, so talking about those kids, this is something that once again, we talked about it before the podcast started, <clears throat> which is, you know, it may not be as timely as when I read the story, but Fortnite tutors, have you guys heard of this? No. So there's apparently parents out there that are paying tutors to get their kids better at Fortnite because kids and parents are starting to realize that there's money to be made from this, like a professional sport. So how do you feel about that? Because I know I know that uh, we're a, not super far away in age, and I just think it's insane. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird as shit. It really is. <laughs> the whole eSports thing, even though, I mean, I, I like video games, yep. and, and I've played them my whole life growing up, but the whole, like, eSports thing is, like, crazy to me. I just, I can't figure it out, but... I think I told you this story when you were on our show with us, but I had a kid one day in the cafeteria and I walked by him and he was watching videos of somebody playing a video game. And I go, I just don't, I don't understand it. And I was talking to him. I said, that doesn't seem fun to me at all. And he had the greatest response. He turned back around and he goes, you like football, don't you? And I said, yeah, I love football. He goes, you watch other people play that game and you don't just go play the game. I go, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. And I'm like, but they're a lot better than me. That's why they're more entertaining to watch. And he goes, they're a lot better than me here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. But it just, it's crazy to me, the money that has been pushed into it. I mean, these NBA teams all have their own, you know, NBA 2K franchise. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, 
I can't imagine me wanting to pay for my son to get better at Fortnite. Right. Right. Well, I mean, my buddy is, uh, he's a Twitch streamer. His name's Live Live Game. If anybody's into Twitch that's watching this or listening to this. Um, and he legit will be just playing and somebody will just donate money like right there on the spot and you can see it. I was watching him and somebody donated $75. Two minutes later, the same person, another $75. Like at the, at the end of this, like 10 minutes I was watching him, I think he gained like 475 bucks just from people just donating money, which I'm just like, I don't understand how people have that much disposable income, first of all, because that's ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. Um, second of all, I just, I, I I don't get it. Like, I mean, I just, I'm not a part of that group, I guess. I, I didn't, I like to play video games too. Like I like to play, we've been getting into Rory McIlroy, the golf game, which is like the laziest game I feel like in the world because you're literally sitting back on your couch drinking a beer and you're just flicking a, a stick back and forth. And like, that's what you're just hoping for the best. Like it's not like, it's really, it's really an interesting, interesting like video game. Candy Crush. That's yeah. one of the most like, mind numbing. And Nicole will play yeah. it while she's just sitting there and like, she's like, that's how she unwinds. Just play some Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of like, I think we're all in on the fact that the the tutors are a strange thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I just, and I guess my thing was, and I guess every new thing, I guess, this happens to, but like, is this going to continue when these kids are like 40 years old that they can still make a living on well and and Fortnite? And that's what the uh, news article talking about the Fortnite tutors was saying was these parents and kids are realizing because esports is very similar to any kind of like athletic sport your um, fast or your uh, reaction times lower so like if you're going to be very competitive and very good you have from probably the time that you're 17 till about like I think 17 to 30 those are your prime times that you can be the best at the game so that's why they are like literally investing into somebody to teach somebody to get better at it but I'll be honest And, and the tutors Sorry, the no, tutors are um, a lot of the tutors are people that have been professional gamers, but they're in their like 35 to 40 range. So they're the ones teaching the kids how to play. It's weird. It's wild. But right with that, I think the whole like the the youth baseball and travel baseball and the thousands upon thousands of dollars the parents spend now to to travel and play youth sports that's crazy to me too right. i mean i grew up you you played at your local school you played at the park you played in your rec league you you maybe had an all-star team but i mean there's there's people around us that i mean they're taking their kid to the north side of indianapolis so you mm-hmm. know an hour and a half drive three times a week to, to play on a team that's just that, that's crazy to me yeah. too the only reason i can see why one of them's healthier than the other is like one is you have your it's an active, like you're playing baseball, you're out there, um, you know, playing with teammates that you're actually physically there with and, and you're doing something that's active and parents are all about their kids being active and doing something that, you know, having a hobby that they enjoy and they're outdoors and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fair. As opposed to, uh, you know, a kid that's playing video games is inside all day doing what parents like that old, you know, everyone's like, get outside and play. Like that, basically they're just sitting inside yeah. playing video games well, all day. Well, it's so. funny about the argument that comes back from that is, um, they have 40,000 people that they're interacting with every day because they have 40,000 people that's what watching I was, that's, them. That's why I made sure that I said physically. Yeah. yeah because exactly. I know that they're, um, yeah. they're definitely, and it's, I'm, it's gotta be weird interactions. I mean, it I'm can't sure all be positive. People have friends on, um, through that. I'm sure, uh, James has all those friends that oh, yeah. he's probably never even met yep. a lot of these people, but he's good friends with Europe. them because he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From other countries. Yeah. 
well, just hanging out and playing games with them. Our four-year-old got a Switch, and he got the the Splatoon game, which is like a paintball game, but it's like a, a multiplayer thing. <clears throat> and my brother-in-law was over, and he does a lot of online gaming, and he looked down, and he goes, do you know he's playing online with other people? And I was like, no, I had no idea. I, he just plays the game. And he goes, it just made me realize when I get so frustrated because there's somebody I'm playing with that's not doing anything correctly, it could be a four-year-old child just running around. <laughs> so he's on this team with like three other people that are real serious, and my son's just running around, shooting paint in the air. Shooting, shooting random stuff, or he'll like go get his milk, or go to the bathroom. Like, set it down. Yeah. So good. I like Call of Duty to see that guy that's like running in, in a circle, or like camping. Yeah. People hate campers. Yeah. They're just like in the bush. It's probably some guy that went to the bathroom, but he just wanted to put his guy in a bush so no one kills him. <laughs> yeah, and I think the the generation that we kind of talked about before Shane got here and before the podcast, like the generation in competition, like, I mean, uh, we talked about how there's not a lot of like, uh, I feel like cutthroat killer mentality with with competition in sports anymore, with kids anyways. Yeah, I, I, I know we talked before. I, I think the same thing, and, and maybe it's because I'm not seeing them do these kind of things, right. you know, these video games and things. Maybe, maybe they're super killer instinct on Fortnite. And, and that's that could be, <laughs> but you know, when you look at kids like in- I just texted you accidentally. <laughs> 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 you look at kids in athletics and things like that, they don't have that that element anymore. You know, it's it, it that I see, you know, that they want to really embarrass somebody and they want to put on a show. But like I said, maybe in the e-world they do. Yeah, I definitely think that um, getting away from, um, you know, like giving everybody a trophy, you know, you know how we've had that conversation. It's been in the news and everything. I definitely think there's something about that that I don't like, I you know, like, you know, you have to be taught how to be, um, you know, it's important to be good at something and, and, and you stand out because you put in a lot of work and you are good. And those like getting a trophy and stuff doesn't feel as good if the guy next to you got a trophy right. and he didn't do shit. So. Well, and I was telling Dustin before the podcast started, I said, um, I think that it's there's a possibility that if kids do have that mentality of like wanting to be a winner, wanting to excel, it's going to be almost easier for them to get above it and get to the top than it was like maybe when, and this might just be us being old men, but as when we were kids, because when I was a kid, I remember every single person that I played football with wanted to be better than me. And I wanted to be better than them. I want to kick their ass every single time. What I think is like, people don't want to put it like, there might be a kid out there that's thinking about like, Hey, I'm going to go play football. I'm going to be the best at it. Mm -hmm. There's going to be less of that because there's no, you're not getting as many, um, like, you're not being rewarded the same way you right. would be as in the past where like, if you're really good at something, you're going to get, um, you the know, adoration of everybody. Yeah. And rewarded for, you know, the time and the, you know, all the stuff that you put into it. But it's like, I don't want to go do all that, put all that work in. If the guy next to me is going to get the same trophy I got, right. you know what I mean? It's the normal thought process. And I think, I think one thing too, is that kids have so many more options now, you know, I mean, that's like, even with the e-gaming and all the different things they can get into, Kids try different things a lot more than like when I grew up. You had you played baseball, basketball, or football. Like that yep. was, there was no. I mean, maybe soccer. Maybe you you didn't go to like. I mean, we got kids that are in hockey clubs and rugby clubs, and you yeah. know all this guy that was never available in the small town I grew up in. Mm-hmm. You you played those three sports or you didn't. You I didn't mean, play I, anything, right? And then you were on the outside because you didn't. I play. Uh, pole vaulted. <laughs> 
in high school. I still can't believe this. Like I, I, I still, every time you tell me, I try to like and imagine like, you doing we it. We were one of the only schools. I mean, there was a lot of schools that had it, but a lot of times we go to a track meet and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't, their team or we'd go to a, uh, I'm not sure what it's called when it's like a bunch of teams at a track meet. Invitational. Yeah. That's like an right, invitational yeah. type thing. And there would just be teams that weren't doing it because they didn't have a pole vault team. But I, uh, I just thought it was kind of weird that I wanted to do something that, you know, like it looked cool, like, you know, and no one else was doing it and getting good at something that no one else is good at. And that's kind of the way I saw it when I started doing it. The first school that I coached at Evansville Harrison, one of the greatest pole vaulters I ever saw. We had a Russian foreign exchange student <laughs> that came there one year and his whole family were circus performers. Oh my wow. gosh. And like he had never done it before, but he came out and he's like, oh, I'm going to try that. And he was like unbelievable at it because I mean, <laughs> it was straight natural athlete. Yeah. yeah. He just, he, all our kids were like, man, we work at this all the time. And he I just, hated those kids <laughs> that would try something one time and be like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of good at this. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I've always, I've always kind of picked up things, but I never really tried anything like pole vaulting or anything like that. But like, you know, throwing a football, playing basketball was always kind of like one of those things that was kind of just natural. But I also had like a lot of cousins that were older than me that kind of showed me how to play. And then I had some stuff that I needed to fix, obviously, because my coaches were smarter than my cousins. But um, <clears throat> we talked about uh, on my Facebook that I posted, you know, what is everybody's kind of favorite songs that are stories? And what I posted because I was like kind of in my feelings hanging out, you know, having some beers and uh, I was listening to dispatch, which um, is the general, which I think, I think counts as a, as a story song because they kind of tell a story of the general. So I wanted to kind of go around the room and just see if anybody has off the top of their head, what their, what their favorite song. That's a story and also call out AP because waterfalls by TLC is not a story song. I think he was trying to be funny, yeah. but you failed AP. <laughs> I was calling kinda, him out. I was trying to figure it out when I saw it. I was like, does he really mean this? Or is he just being, <laughs> trying to be funny. <laughs> so anybody can start. You can start wherever. I don't care. Y'all go ahead. You got I one, Cal? No, I don't think so. I would say probably mine is uh, Dave Matthews' The Christmas Song, where he kind of goes through the whole story of, of the birth of Jesus and that kind of thing. And just kind of the, the, the way he runs with that, I think, is one of my favorite kind of story songs. That's awesome. I didn't even know that existed. So I'm going to go download that now. Absolutely. Um, Callie, you don't have one? Gosh, I don't think so. I don't, I can't think of any. So, so I should, I need to go to the face. I, I hope I can find the Facebook post because some of them were awesome. Like, um, what's the one, don't take the girl, the country song. Okay, yeah. That's, That's like one good, of my, like, that still gives me goosebumps listening to that song yeah, to this definitely. day. It's like, uh, what's that? Actually the best one I can think of, and you may have not heard, heard it before, but it's, um, Johnny Cash and a, a boy named Sue. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we talked God. about that last That's night on the Smokecast. Great ass. That's a, that's probably my favorite story because he talks about how he gets called Sue and then he fights his dad. I like, in the I, like bar. I like at the end and he's like, and if I have a, a boy, I'm going to name him, you know, Sue. Billy or yeah, Char- yeah, you know, yeah. anything but Sue. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Too. That and I guess uh, Folsom Prison might be kind of a bit of a. Yeah, you know, I shot a man in Reno, like just kind of telling us a couple different stories. A lot of Johnny Cash's were. I mean, one yeah. piece at a time. Yep. You know, when he talks yep. about you know stealing the car. Let me see. What's the Everlast song that I know? I what think it's I know. like. Yes. Yeah, and he talks about. Uh, I was just thinking that, but I couldn't think <laughs> well, of what the song was. I was just that's crazy. It up yeah, because, yeah. 
what it's like. <laughs> so, so somebody, somebody. Then you really might know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. yes. Somebody threw me off really well on the uh, post because they said the Fresh Prince of Bel Air by William Smith tear, <laughs> tear jerker and I tear just jerker so and then my response was is this a joker for real and then uh, he said you'll never know and then I was like I hopped on I, like I typed in like I hopped on Google and then I like as I was Googling I was like William Smith, you <laughs> idiot. Like, wow. How did you not understand that? And I just like completely felt like a piece of crap for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but like, here's a few of them. The Hurricane by Bob Dylan. That's a good one. Um, Dance with the Devil by Immortal Technique, which I don't know. I've never heard that, which I should doubt. I think about Bob Dylan is he kind of mumbles everything. Yeah. Is it really even a story? Just him like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Schultz, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a very good one. Um, Scott, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Scott Hanger posted the Three Six Mafia, Tell Some Endearing Classics. <laughs> good job. Nicole Rawlings never responded to me, but I think I'm correct. She put Old Red, which is yeah. about the dog, right? Yeah. That yeah. he trains That's to. A- it's in Blake, he, he's yeah. in Blake Shelton. Yeah, he's in prison. And yeah. then he, yeah, that one's giving me goosebumps just trains, talking about it because I remember the song. Yeah, he trains the dog to, or keeps going to see the, the, the girl dog. And then he rolls out of prison while the yeah. dog's gone. Corey Dawson from um, the Diabolical Index podcast that's part of the uh, Magic Scroll Network. The Mariners' Revenge Song, The Decemberists. Nothing. No. I've never heard that. that I don't know how you guys. I've heard of The Decemberists. Um, Paul Lungard sitting on the dock of the bay, which I'm going to call him out. Is that really a story? I don't know that song. Sitting on the dock of the bay oh. <laughs> as the clouds roll away. How about sky rockets in flight? <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs> Afternoon delight. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a good one. Um, Major Don or Major Tom to ground control. I'm stepping through the door. That's a story, right? I don't know. It's like about being in space, right? Yeah, kind of. This is a good song. Matt Songer, R. Kelly trapped in the closet. Like, I don't feel like, is that a story? I just think about, it probably has to do with him peeing on somebody or... Um, and then somebody said, regulators mount up Nate Dogg and Warren G, which I think kind of might be, that is a story because it was a cool black night. Oh yeah. Like yep. trying to consume. I don't know. I, I don't, I know like every third word. I think <clears throat> that, um, I want to say, is there a Carrie Underwood song that's, <clears throat> I was the one where, um, the two, like the girls, I know, like killing the 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 guy. I know. Oh, I think oh. that's the Dixie Chicks, wasn't it, yeah, Earl? If you, well, that yeah, yeah I know, no, that's, that's not another story. That is. But you that's just not, made me think of a really good one. Is uh, Red Two ra- Black Cadillacs. Red Ragtop. Have you ever heard that song? Where yes, they have yes, a baby yes. and they get an abortion and then they see. Yeah, it's like a oh yeah, two un- Carrie Underwood, two Black Cadillacs. I think that's the title of it. I think that's the one where oh he's, the lady, he was he was cheating. Yeah, he was cheating with the other yeah. girl. And can we just can we just point out that every girl country song is like her, them breaking some part of their car or something or like <laughs> or yeah, murdering Gary, the Gary guy Underwood has yeah one of those, I dug my truck. keys and yeah the side. yeah yeah, yeah. 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 or murdering them kind of like uh the, what is it thunder or, rolls with Garth Brooks Earl had to die oh, yeah yeah Gosh, th- there's so many good ones well I think I think we're missing though Shaggy, it wasn't me. <laughs> if we're going to talk about the greatest story songs, I mean, that's a story and he's trying to tell a different story. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, a whole yeah. other level. Garth, that Garth Brooks song where um, he, he's a semi driver and he's cheating. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Papa was a trucker nearly all his life. And then the other one is um, 
the guy that he's a, he's a young man, but he would go work at the older lady's house. Oh yeah, and he would like, uh, he, had, like what is a, he had a thing with her. That's uh, another Garth Brooks song. I don't know. I know what it is. Uh, give me just a second. Garth Brooks, older lady. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great how you can like you just type in oh, <laughs> yeah. that and, and usually you can find stuff or figure it uh, out. The summer. Yeah, that's what yeah, that song yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really Jen. I do not remember. That <laughs> what's song. really funny is Jen and I were like, I'll play on our um, our Amazon Alexa. I'll say. Alexa, play Garth Brooks, and it'll just like shuffle yeah. all of Garth Brooks' songs. And that that song came on, and we were listening to it, like doing dishes and like hanging out in the kitchen. Jen was like, "That's a really like, that's a really like weird song. Yeah. Like it's weird that this older lady like is taking this fifteen year old boy and under her wing yeah. and like having sex with her or something." <laughs> you like, need to listen to Red really Ragtop because it's like a country song. And it's really good, but it's about like them. They eventually end up getting an abortion because they say they basically say we weren't ready for. That's so weird. And then they see each other like later on in life. It's like a deep story, but no one really listens to the words to it. Here's another one. Have you guys seen the Freaky Friday Little Dicky video? <laughs> yes, that's another good story. Like a very, very good one. It's like a seven minute song. Oh my god! <laughs> or no, that's a. I, I have seen it, but there's another one that uh, by Little Dicky that's like a really really long song, but I can't think of what it's called. But it's it's like seven minutes long. Yeah. There's there's one that's uh it's like thirteen or. 14 minutes long and it's him talking to his own brain that's what the song i'm talking <laughs> yeah. about yeah yeah it's a really that's good yeah I but the freaky friday one is cr- pretty funny yeah. Yeah, yeah him and chris brown switching yeah. oh yeah but uh before we get out of here because we're hitting we're hitting the time uh kind of tell everybody where they can find you i know if you listen to us you probably listen to them as well but if you don't tell them where to find you yeah we're on uh you know itunes and um Spotify, uh, See, pretty we're, much anywhere. We're both on Spotify. What's the Smugcast doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is there. I'm coming out of hard today, I guess. Uh, I was just are. on their 100th episode, so yeah, I feel like it's free reign. The, the comments will be great here later on, on on social media, but anywhere you can pretty much find a podcast, you can find us. Uh, our website is mwcpodcast.com. Um, we've got all our episodes still there. You know, you can, there's some information about us, you know, and our sponsors and things like that. So, uh, Go check that out. Uh, we haven't done our episode this week yet, yeah. uh, so we'll figure that out. Probably tomorrow night we'll do one. Um, and then I'll, our other show, Throttled Up, Yeah, is I wanted to mention on, that. I just like literally just thought of that. Yeah, it's always on a Wednesday nights at 8. Um, it's been a lot of fun, kind of a totally different twist from what, what I do normally here, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, what do you guys talk about on that? I know it's Throttled Up, so it's kind of kind of context clues, guys. Come on. But it's, it's all dirt track racing. Nice. And, uh, you know, the guy that does it with me is the announcer, Brown Sound Speedway, and we bring in drivers that race locally and talk about their lives their sponsors uh the last episode we actually did was a lot of fun we brought in the wife of one of the drivers and the fiance of another driver and kind of let them talk about their perspective that's a good idea and uh you're a good idea man i swear i try to throw them out to you man i I try it's a treasure trove so uh yeah so it's been a lot of fun both of them but yeah just you know if anybody is you know wanting to come on and talk we you know we we love having people on just to to hang out and you know thank you to both you guys for having us up and uh, what do you guys have for the future anything like anything planned that you think uh you're excited about yeah actually here uh labor day weekend um in the small town where i'm I'm principal at the high school. They have a, a big festival and a small festival because right. it's a real small town, but uh, they're doing kind of an entertainment theme this year. They're going to have some bands, some different things going on. And they ask us to actually come out and we're going to do a set up mobile live nice. podcast, just interview people as they come by. That's awesome. Um, so that's one we're really excited yeah. for. And then that sounds awesome. And where's that at again? That's in Vernon, Indiana. And what's it called? The festival? 
It is. It's just Labor Day. Fe- okay. Labor, Labor Day, Day Festival. Day Fest. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then the other cool one that we had on previously, uh, Ashley Yoder, um, mm-hmm. which is the UFC fighter that that I went to high that school. That was an awesome with. episode. Yeah. Very she awesome. is. She just set her next fight. It's in November um, for UFC Fight Nights, mm-hmm. and so she's going to come back on and kind of talk to us about her training camp and her opponent and those kind of things. That's so, awesome. Yeah, cool stuff. And if she has time, she can definitely call into us as well because yeah. I would love to talk to her. Yeah, um, that, that was a great. <clears throat> that was a great episode that was one of our that was probably one of our first actual interview type episodes yeah. Yeah. you know which was which was great yeah we're big uh ufc fans um almost to a fault because a lot of times we'll talk about it and it doesn't necessarily um you know i've been told by certain people that they don't enjoy us talking about it but something yeah, that some we're passionate, people some people don't like it whatever it's something that we're passionate about or at least i am and they can I, skip past and it. i you know i understand it to a certain extent like what's actually going on so you know my perspective of ufc back in the day was just like people just like very like brutish like just fighting each other, each other and very like you know broy and like people wearing like ufc shirts and like always other but now i have a completely different perspective of it because i you know i watch a lot of embedded things and like what's actually going on in the camp and you know how much like it really is martial arts because yeah. there's oh, yeah. so much art that goes into like being able to do what those guys do like once you've actually tried to box or tried to do jujitsu the like the, the the amount of skill that goes into it it takes years and years and years to become a really good fighter and yeah. it's, it's impressive that these guys can go out there and do that and that's what I love about Ashley's story is you know her and I went to high school together and she was she was the high school cheerleader I don't know that she had ever had a, you know... Altercation. Yes. I mean, she was not at all like that. And then she tragically... Her her older brother graduated with me and her older brother passed away right after graduation. And she really struggled with it. And she just started it, you know, just as a way to let off some steam. And she ended up going from there to to California. She fights for Dan Henderson out of his camp. And... You know, then she got on the Ultimate Fighter TV show. She was on wow, it for the season, so cool. and and now is fighting in the UFC. And I mean, it's so and even when we talk, she's like, "You would have never guessed I'd be here." So yeah. no, no, I yeah, no clue. It, it sounded it sounds like it helped her out in like a really you know bad part yeah. of her life. Absolutely, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, starting the first Monday in September, I'm gonna do the 30 free days where Heffernan trains at IBJJA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm I used start, to go. I'm gonna start doing it. First it's, you'll love it, dude. Like, I, like I told you over text, be careful because you'll get addicted. It's oh, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get beat up a lot. I know that, dude. It's one of the best feelings in the world to like you you go there and you completely get your face stomped in. Like you completely leave there hurting, but you know that you you held your own with some straight killers, people yeah. that can just completely you know murder someone if they wanted to, and you went and you you know tangled with the devil type thing like you yeah. went, you know it's one of those things where you feel good about yourself leaving even at even when you got your ass beat right you know and howard stern talks about this all the time that's what i think so cool about the ufc is you know like the the old heavyweight boxers i mean tyson looked like a, a man child i mean mm-hmm. ali looked like it would be so cool to be that guy and that's what i even think about ashley because i mean she's like 115 pounds I mean, she could be in any bar in America and some guy slap her and, you know, on the butt and she's going to beat the shit out yeah. of that guy. Break their arm. Yeah. And, and that's what's so cool to me. It's, I agree. You see people like that I used to go to IBJJA with and they would, they don't look like they could do anything to anyone, but then they're like 
you know wrapping me up in a pretzel yeah and you know it's it's people from like you got your electricians you got people that like um what are those people that like probation officers like uh, cops all these different people from different parts of the world come in and do this one thing and you always kind of bro out over it and it's like then they go back into their life it's just like a weird it's a weird situation and 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 what i've noticed just real quick by a talking to the people that we've talked to that have done jujitsu, I feel like it's almost like uh, it even kind of, and this is probably dumb, but it, I feel like it changes even their brain chemistry because I feel like they're like easier to talk to. It's humbling. It's which very, is really very weird humbling. to like say that, but I feel like I, I'm associating it because everybody we've talked to that has done MMA or mixed martial arts or jujitsu, like it's almost like they have a different like uh, way of thinking about the world. Yeah, for sure. Sense. It's a very like spiritual thing, I think. And yeah. I think uh, your ego goes right out the door. You have people that come in and they have a huge ego and then they don't last because they can't they can't physically take getting beat up or being, you know, bested. Right. But this is a place where you go and it keeps you humble and keeps you your ego away and you leave your ego at the door and you walk in and you just kind of like let out all the stuff and you leave feeling like a better person. Like, um, you know, co- the coach there, he always used to say, um, you know, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail, and yeah. and like let's fa- let's figure out what we're where we're gonna be today, that kind of thing. And then like you know, uh, he used to also say that uh, sh- uh, metal sharpens metal, or yeah. steel sharpens sharpens steel. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. So you're ma- you're making yourself more of a badass in this situation. I just mm-hmm. I, I I really like if I had the time, I'd be all over it. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's tough. And and I've got the free time right now, at least for the time being. Yeah, I mean we're getting close to uh, potential baby situation but yeah here starting on like the 20th i'll literally be from sc- in school from 7 30 in the morning and then working until like yeah. nine, nine, ten o'clock at night but yeah so i mean everybody that's listening you know where to find us juice in the morning on facebook juice and the am on twitter juice and the am on instagram um i know i gave uh the smug cast some shit but once again congrats guys on getting to 100 episodes they have some uh, really big plans for some live episodes coming in here soon where we want to do a, like a real show or they want to do a real show where they have a lot of you know very talented people doing stand-up and things like that i did mention heffernan but also once again i want to mention heffernan's home services if you guys need any kind of anything done on your outdoor patio um your wall or wall washing your power washing power washing gutters cleaning anything like that concrete clean yeah anything like that just look up heffernan's home services on google because it's very easy to do his number he's the first thing to pop up and when you're doing any kind of service just remember that uh juice sent you say promo code juice and you'll get 10% off your services. So once again, Heffernan's home services, it's quality service done, right? I don't know. <laughs> I forget what the tagline is that I made up, but it's awesome. And it's a great, he's a great dude. And he, um, he's, uh, somebody that's consistent. You're always going to get the, get a good job done out of him. Yeah. He takes a lot of pride in his work. Right. For sure. And thank you guys for joining. I, I'm glad that you guys made the long trip up here. I know Anytime. you guys maybe had to, uh, it's nice to had to have had a late yeah. night, but I think we killed it. Like it was one of my favorite episodes, made me laugh more than I've laughed in a long time on the yeah. podcast. So I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you. no problem. Thanks yeah. guys. And, uh, as we get out of here, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and hopefully the juice is worth the squeeze. Boom.
There was a decorated general with a heart of gold that likened him to all the stories he told of past battles won and lost and legends of old. A seasoned veteran in his own time, on the battlefield he gained respectful fame with many medals of bravery and stripes to his name. He grew a beard as soon as he could to cover the scars on his face and always urged his men on. But on the eve of a great battle with the infantry and dream, the old general tossed in his sleep and wrestled with his meaning. He awoke from the night to tell what he had seen. I walked slowly out of his tent. All the men held tall with their chests in the air, with the courage in their blood and a fire in their stare. And it was a great morning, and they all wondered how they would fare. So the old general told them to go home. He said, I have seen the others, and I have discovered that this fight is not worth fighting. And I've seen their mothers, and I will know Follow me where I'm going So Take a shower, shine your shoes You got no time to lose If you are young men, you must be living Take a shower, shine your shoes You got no time to lose If you are young men, you must be living Go now, you are forgiven But the men stood fast with their guns on their shoulders Not knowing what to do with the contradicting orders The general said he would do his own duty But he extended no further The men could go as they pleased But not a man moved Their eyes gazed straight ahead Till one by one they stepped back And not a word was said And the old general was left with his own words Echoing in his head He then prepared to fight He said I have seen the others And I have discovered That this fight is not worth fighting No And I've seen their mothers And I will know other To follow me where I'm going So Take a shower and shine your shoes You got no time to lose You are young men, you must be 